Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Life. Are you growing with it or feeling left out? Either way or in between, you're in the right place today with the host of Change Already, Your Future, Your Choice, Jillian. She's an award-winning author and radio personality. She's warm, she's fuzzy, and she's got an attitude.
So please go back and listen to that particular show, or you can pick up the other two categories there in the nonprofit as well. Go to my blog talk page, which is Change Already with Jillian, and go to those archive thoughts. They're marked nonprofit. It's easy to find. Well, I'm happy to say we're finishing up the series with the winner of the social category this week. Uh, hold on, people. This place is a doozy. I'm telling you right now, this is a wonderful way to end the series because I was completely impressed with everything that this organization that we're going to highlight with this week, they have their things together. They have such well-defined objectives for their cause, and their cause is helping the homeless and less fortunate. The name of their corporation and their nonprofit is Repairs of the Breach in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Now, I have to be honest with you. It took me a few minutes to figure out what the name meant. It's such a specific objective name. I thought it was really clever after I figured out what their mission statement was. And you have to think through it, and I'm going to talk to you about it. Have any of you ever given any thought to what the homeless and the less fortunate do during our working days? I mean, we're so used to getting up every day with the hustle of getting our kids to school and making our way to a work day. And I have to confess, when I went to Repairs of the Breach, and we're going to talk about exactly what they do, but I personally hadn't thought about what do these people do during the day hours when they don't have those same kind of activities to go to. And, you know, when you think of the homeless, at least I do, the first thing that comes to mind is shelter and food pantries. Really, come on, that's what comes to my mind. And I didn't really think beyond that so much. But once I got into the story of this organization, there really is a niche market for repairs of the breach. They're located in downtown Milwaukee, and it's a charity that we're going to talk about now with my um, first guest, McKenna Brown. And they have programs from the working hours from 7 a.m. to 4, and they, they do self-help programs. They have medical aid and they really supply a healthy alternative to people rather than just wandering the streets, to be honest with you. So welcome, McKenna. I'm really excited about talking about your organization. Welcome, McKenna. Yes, I'm so pleased to be uh, representing Repairs the Breach as your guest, and to all the listeners, just so very thankful that we've been given this opportunity. Oh, thank you. Well, I was so impressed with your website. Can you explain a little bit about what it is Repairs of the Breach in Milwaukee is so the listeners will understand? Yes, well, happy to help you know that our name is also our job description, Repairs of the Breach. The breach mm -hmm. definitely exists in all America, the, the gap, the breach the, the uh, gap between people who have little or nothing and those who have enough and more, that's huge. It's growing huger by the week, and our work is to repair that breach. We'll take one end of the telescope to the other end. What we have now you know, is the culmination of years of blood, sweat, and tears and lots of prayer and people power 
a lot of support from people of compassion, both homeless people of compassion and those who have, to have a one-stop shop, one facility with a whole lot of resources that address the the dynamics that keep people homeless perpetuate or create homelessness, everything we offer there in the one-stop shop, uh, and grounded in uh, remarkable concepts of ownership of the homeless, self-government, uh, people there being themselves the solution. You know, um, we, we have this now, uh, this one-stop shop that fills the crucial gap of where do homeless people go in the daytime to work on their life situations. They can go any number of places at night and lay down their heads, but when they wake up in the morning, if they have not worked on their situation, their plight remains the same. This is the one end of the telescope, which is now, but the other end is a group of seven people who gathered in a living room in 1989 and pooled $50 to create a a newspaper for and by the homeless. Uh, That was the original wave of founders, and then beyond that, we decided in 1994, we opened our doors and created then this daytime resource center and refuge. That's that's the other end of the telescope. It was a, quite a journey from the seven people and $50 to where we are now. <laughs> it's crazy. You know, and I, I have to I make a confession that I was a little embarrassed when I was reading your uh, website, which is really, really great, um, because I hadn't really put any thought to McKenna. Um, the breach, as you put it, the time lot between 7 and 4 p.m., and, you know, we get so much emphasis, like you said, on shelter and food, here's the misnomer I think we need to talk about, which is people think homeless and the less fortunate are just wandering around, not trying to better themselves, not trying to look for a way out. They just wander all day long looking to beg off other people that, you know, are more successful than them. And that's not what I'm getting from you. I'm getting from you with all the different programs that you have that there's a large group of community people that are just in a place of less fortunate and that they really do want to make something of themselves. Yes. uh, We have discovered in our profound understanding of homeless people, since this organization, primarily uh, the founding group were people who had walked that walk, either were homeless or at-risk homeless, this grassroots origin of our organization and corporation, that we, we know that it's all kinds of people. Right now in America, there are 50 million people who are borderline at-risk homeless or homeless. That's unprecedented in America. And, of course, the blurry line between poverty and homelessness has it that it's all kinds of people. We have even had a millionaire, a self-confessed millionaire, come through our door homeless because of a situation where his wife had filed for divorce and froze all his assets. You know, we have seen every kind of situation. And so what is true is the stereotypes are not accurate. The messages about homelessness are not accurate. That message 
about you can't help homeless people, they don't want to be helped, is totally untrue. So part of what we do in our day-to-day demonstration of amazing potential of the homeless people to do what they do at our center and their ability to empower each other, we, we break through all of those wrong myths and stereotypes. What kind of programs do you offer over there? I mean, there's a plethora of all different services, and it seems like you have your fingers and tentacles in all aspects of wellness over there, including the medical and self-help and just the place where they can gather and share insights and hope for each other. What kind of programs do you have there on a regular basis? And Jillian, you're you're saying it very well, and uh, people can look at our website to get the more complete list. Just hitting the highlights, we do have a free medical clinic, no appointment necessary, no red tape um, that's really filling a gap here. We have psychiatric outreach, veterans outreach. We have, for the people who have no access to showers, We have showers. We have an amazing clothing bank. We provide grooming and hygiene products. We provide help with birth certificates, which is often key to getting an ID vital to someone navigating the systems and the um, even the social settings of Milwaukee. We offer mail uh, delivery. We offer a safe place uh, beyond our walls. For a homeless person, it's violent beyond our walls, and we are very safe there. We offer recovery support for those who are in need of that. We we offer uh, various types of counseling, and now that our renovation that has taken us eight years uh, in this uncertain economy economy, uh, is complete, we are going to be launching our job center. We're going to be launching an adult basic education program. Many of the people we serve uh, have not even achieved a level where they can begin work on their GED, HSED. Uh, We're going to have a daytime safe space for homeless women. Many of them are um, people who have experienced sexual assault or relationship violence. It's going to be an option for women to be in a space for women only, special programming, special counselors. That's just a sampling. We are a safety net beyond the social service system, and many of the people we serve, do not they are not even enrolled. As they come in our door, they are not enrolled in the social service system, so we are a very crucial linkage to other agencies. I told you, there's a big long list of what you're doing over there. And here at Change Already, Those are all physical things. And I know, McKenna, you've been there for a long time. You're the executive director, correct? Yes, I'm one of the co-founders. Yes. Let me ask you a question. All those things are physical to me, which is what we necessarily need. I'm not giving that any less credence. But can you tell me, you've been on the ground floor of all this. What does it do to a person's soul and Spirit. What does it do to a person when you eliminate some of those physical aspects? Have you seen how it transforms a soul of a person or gives them hope and more spirituality inside themselves that blooms to the outside? Could you just give a little talk about that? 
Thank you so much, Jillian, how well-formed that is. And it is our amazing journey to be present to and a witness to the ability of people in that plight, homeless and at-risk homeless people, to be the transforming presence, to be themselves the ones who are messengers, ambassadors of hope. Because entering, because we believe in community and we have believed from the very beginning in the capacity of homeless people to create community, despite the fact many people would say and argue, no, they're too self-alienating, but we have every day since we opened our doors, we have been witness to and been in the journey of homeless people themselves being agents of change. We emphasize this is a center that belongs to homeless people. And in that real, um, you know, almost palpable sense of community, spirit of community there, there is something that affects change with, as I said, the main core transmitters of that spirit and that transformational ability of people to be contagious to each other, be role models, and and have this where people see other people getting their lives together. You know, it really is a place where miracle, the word, is almost a common word. We have something there that's a demonstration, a pioneering model in the whole large picture of a one-stop shop with with homeless people being major participants and major leadership for it. Um, but we have something here that that is just a pearl of greatest price because in our whole society we are searching for visions and and we're searching for meaning in what can create hope, what can create unity. And here in in our society's most outcast people, we have the dynamic that love happens, hope happens, with all these persons coming in the door who have homes, who come as donors, visitors, volunteers. You know, they themselves become adopted by our homeless community, and they feel this profoundly. Very well put. One of the things that strikes me, McKenna, when you talk about it, first of all, I can feel your passion, so don't make me cry. The second part of the story is I love the master-teacher-student dynamic that's going on here. You know, we started in ancient times that way where we passed on to each other life lessons and a lifting of each other's souls. So we're at a level of competency and hope that we can strive to do better for somebody else's life. And the master-teacher-student dynamics that you have going on at your place is so apparent. And people have to understand Yes, we have to give these people, the homeless and the less fortunate, physical stuff, but it's the inside-out work that sticks. Don't you think? When you bring a spirit up to a level of a master teacher student, and when the student becomes the master teacher, which is the, the, the dynamics that you've laid out there, when you say that you have the homeless people on the board, teaching other people, and they can, they've walked the walk, they understand the talk, 
something different happens inside a human psyche and a soul that makes them want to be better. Do you that is see so, that? Do you understand? so well said. Yes, we uh, just three examples um, beyond just saying it is not unusual for a person to come in our door who is eating out of garbage cans selling their shoes in the winter time for their addiction and thinking about suicide every hour. And then, you know, Thanksgiving Day, three years later, this person will drive up dressed nicely with their wife and children. Uh, he'll come in to say thank you for all that everyone here did for me. I mean, this is not an unusual happening. We have an open door because we don't uh, we, we have chosen not to seek government money, so we have very minimal requirements for the adults we serve in terms of respecting the rules, participating, not freeloading. So our open door and the credibility that we have built over these years has that yesterday, for example, a man came in who was terminal with uh, his liver um, in liver failure into our clinic and would have died on the streets had he not walked in the door of our clinic, by end of day, we were able to place him in a hospice it was to, and, and to provide him the dignity of dying in a hospice situation. The day before yesterday, we were able to take uh, care of getting a woman out of Milwaukee who uh, was being stalked by a man state by state, followed her across states. She's not even from Milwaukee, ended up at our doorstep. And we now have her in a very, very safe place outside Milwaukee where she can even change her identity. So these are the things that have been, um, you know, part of our journey daily is being witness to that we're given the resources to help people, but it's being done in a spirit that is very much about the homeless people reaching out to other homeless people. It's based on that as a grounding concept. Well, it sounds like you could go on for story after story, <laughs> but we're running out of time. And I bet that happens every day. And the word that comes to me when I think of repairs of the breach is perpetual. Perpetual meaning we have to keep this going. And it sounds like you are pretty self-sufficient financially on your own over there. I know there's two things I want to cover. I want to talk about this seasonal gift giving that you have. You have a list on your website. And what is the name? What's that website? That is repairers.org. It's R-E-P-A-I-R-E-R-S dot org. Thank you. Yes. And so there's a listing on there that says, seasonal uh, needs. So you can go over to their website and they have a, an entire list of things they need right now. And I bet you that it changes from season to season. And of course, yes, we financial... Serve 80 to 100... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yes, we serve 80, an average of 80 to 100 homeless adults per day. And we do all that we can with what we have to offer there. So those those needs are crucial because of the large numbers that we serve. Uh, we do not uh, seek government money, and so we are totally dependent on charitable giving. Therefore, financial gifts are very, very important to us. 
um, by way of the website through PayPal. Uh, that can be either uh, general giving to our operation and our, our general support, or to the we do still have some costs related to our facility and grounds. So it's capital giving also as a choice. Thank you, Jillian. That's very helpful of you. Oh, thank you. It's a wonderful way to end this series of nonprofit. I want to thank you again for coming on here with us, McKenna. You were so articulate, and you said exactly what people need to hear, which is we need to give, we need time, and we need master teachers to keep that perpetual student master teach soul expansion going there. So it's Repairs of the Breach located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Thank you so much for joining me on air today. Jillian, thank you. Thank you to the listeners, too. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And I also want to thank our new sponsor, which is Lake Geneva Balloon Company, located in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, a great way to get away up in the sky and just look at the heavens and all that we've created below and, and all the givings that we have. That's Lake Geneva Balloon Company. And as usual, I'll see you next week, same place, same time, high noon, Block Talk Radio. Thanks for joining Jillian today. Don't miss her famous at-home personal enrichment lessons. You can complete them on your own time to accelerate your personal change. They're simple and nothing like you've experienced before. Just like Jillian, warm and fuzzy with an attitude. So change already. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.